Good luck, everyone. We are going to Chazer. I'd like to welcome all of our listeners and viewers from Torah Anytime, as well as from Shas Illuminated and from the WhatsApp chat. So this week we learned Simon Kof Nun Tes, Sif Dalid, all the way through Sif Yud Gimel. We learned about which Kalim are kosher for Natilas Yadayim. We learned a little bit about a mikvah, how to build a mikvah, some basics of Hilchas Mikvahis. And we learned if you have to have Kavana when washing your hands, do you need Kayach Shoifech? Do you have to have a person pouring it on you? All these halachas. Let's start chazering. Let's see how far we get. So, Siv Dalet started. Chemes Ukfisha. Chemes is a leather flask. Ukfisha is a basket that was used for olives. Shehim mine noidei shalar. They're leather bags, I guess, or flasks. Shetiknuva also lehem base moishav. If you make a base moishav, you make a base kibble for them, you're allowed to use them. So what is, how do we explain this halacha? So there are three things, there are three tanaim that we have to have in order for a kli to be kasha for an atilas yadayim. Number one, it has to have a base kibble, a place to accept water. Number two, it has to hold the revius. Three ounces of water has to be has to be able to hold. Number three, the purpose of a kli has to be to hold water. And therefore, the Mechaber says that chemes ukvisha, which is a leather flask, these things even though they were meant to hold water and they could hold the revias, they don't have a base kibble. So they can't be used unless you're mesakin lehem base moishav. If you make for them a place, a base kibble in them, then they can be used for netilas yadayim. However, a sak v'kupa, sak v'kupa are regular bags. Regular bags, those will not be good for netilas yadayim, even if you make a base kibble because they're not intended to collect water, to, to hold water. And therefore, Allah Chalamaisa, for example, a plastic bag, a plastic bag like you get from the store in the olden days, the plastic bags or a plastic bag, a sandwich bag, they cannot be used for an atilas yadayim. Even though they could hold a revius, and even if you were to be misaka for them, a base moishav, or somehow make a base kibble out of it, they were never intended to be makabal mashka, and therefore they're not really for an atilas yadayim. However, when it comes to, let's say, for example, a milk bag, let's say in Eretz Yisrael, they have bags for the milk, and you put the plastic bag in the, in the hard plastic container. So those bags, even though they hold the revias, and they were intended to hold mashka, but there's no base moishav, and no base kibble, so therefore they also can't be used. If somehow you were to make a base kibble, that would be the halacha of chemes ukvisha that would be allowed. I don't know how to actually make a base kibble, I don't know how that would work, but that would be the, the principle. That if there'd be a base kibble, since it holds a revias, and it is intended to be makabal mashka, that milk bag would work if there'd somehow be a base kibble created for it. That was Sif Dalin. Another example brought down as if Dalin was using a hat, a yarmulke or a hat. Well, our yarmulkes can't hold water, water seeps out. But if you have, a, say, a hard hat, also the same problem, even though it could hold the revius and it has a base kibble, it was never intended to be makabal mashka and therefore it cannot be used for Natilas Yadayim. Sif Hay discussed a different halacha. This is focusing on the second tonight we said that has to be able to be makabal revius. What if the Kli can only be makabal revius ayyadeh smicha, where I hold it up? For example, if I have a ladle, a ladle, uh, if you don't hold it, it just tilts over and the water spills out. If I would hold it up, it could hold the revius. Or any one of the neighbors that we use for neighbors Hanukkah or for Shabbos, for the Leichter, they don't stand, they have a piece in the bottom of the glass, they have a little piece, and they're meant to be only in the Leichter, then they, they sit properly. If you put them straight onto the table, they'll tilt over, tilt over and fall, 
they won't hold the revius if it's three ounces. So what's the status of these kalim? Can they be used for Natilas Hadayim? So the Mechaber says, if the Tchilas Tikune was that it was supposed to be used, it would be kosher. If the way the Kli was supposed to be used was through being supported by something else, that would be kosher for Natilas Hadayim. And therefore, an example he gives is a barza. You have a Kli that has a spigot. Or in the olden days, there was like a barrel with a cork on the bottom. And you pull the cork in, out, in, out. Even though it's only meant to be, it only could hold water when the cork is in. But since that's the way it's supposed to be used, that would be considered a clee, a clee with a spigot. Now, over here, when discussing the halachas of the barza, we brought in a discussion in Hilchah's Mikvois. And the Shiloh is the following, and the Shiloh in Hilchah's Mikvois, the riot to the Shiloh from our sugya. The Shiloh was that you're not allowed to table in the clee. Tefillah's gufay b'kli is not kosher. Now, so the Shiloh was the following. The Shiloh was, was that in the summertime, the mikvois and the rivers would dry up sometimes, and they wanted to make a mikvah that wouldn't dry up. What was their plan? The Shiloh sent the Shiloh to the Nadeb Yehuda, to the Chassam Seifer, and to the base of Ephraim, and the Shiloh I don't know if he sent it to all of them, but the Shiloh made its way to all of them. And the Shiloh, the Shiloh was, he wanted to take a barrel and attach the barrel to the ground. That would be considered kavu, now it's mechubar lekarka. Attach it when it has a hole, means make a hole before you attach it. The hole will make it that it's no longer a kli. And now you attach it to the ground, it's considered kavu. And then after you attach it to the ground, let the water fill up through the hole. And then you'll stuff up the hole, and then you'll have a kosher mikvah. I now that you stuffed up the hole, now it's a kli. And you can't tie in the kli. Zakta Shail, no, because Allah is kavu ulubsaifaku. If you first made it, you first attach it to the ground and then you made it into a kli, according to many shitas, that would not be considered a kli. So the Shaila wanted to say, take this barrel, and now we'll close it up and we'll keep the water in there. We'll open it to go in the mikvah, but it will contain the water. Take this barrel, attach it to the ground when it has a hole, let it fill up, and then close up the hole. A great idea to make a mikvah. He sent the shout to Nadib Yehuda, and the Nadib Yehuda said, no, it's not a kosher mikvah. I have a raya from our halacha, simon kufna tesev. Hey, what's the raya? Zuck Nadib Yehuda. The Ramah says you're allowed to wash your hands from a barza, from a spigot, pulling a cork in and out, or opening and closing a spigot. Zuck Nadib Yehuda, I have a question. When you pull out that cork at the bottom of the barrel and the water starts coming, when the cork's not in there, it's no longer a cleat. The hole is bigger than Kainis Mashke, and a hole the size of Kainis Mashke is mevatalit from being a cleat, and there's no longer a cleat. How can you wash your hands when you take out that cork from the water that comes out of the barrel if it's no longer a cleat? The fact that you intend to replace that cork and put it into that hole makes it that the barrel is still a clee right now. Even though it has a hole, if my intent is to stuff the hole, it has a shame clee right now, and therefore I can wash my hands from that hole at the bottom of the barrel. This barrel that the shuttle wanted to attach to the ground and let the water fill up through the hole, this is not a case of kavul b'seif chakaku. This is a case of chakul b'seif kavul. This was a kli the whole time. Because this kli, even though it had a hole before you attach it to the ground, since the intent was to attach it to the ground, it's already a kli now, and it's possible for a mikvah. Be'sephraim argued. Be'sephraim says, no. You're right in Simen Kufnan Tesif, hey, in our halacha and the Tilas 
that the barrel is considered a kli even when I remove the cork from the bottom of the barrel. And I want to wash my hands that way. You know why? Because that's the way the barrel was intended to be used. In, out, in, out, in, out. That's the way you use such a barrel. That is a kli even when the cork is out of it. However, when it comes to the, the mikvah that you want to build, if you intend on stuffing up that, stuffing up that, that barrel permanently, then now when the, when the cork is not yet in the barrel, it's not a kli yet. Since I, it's not the way the kli is supposed to be used, I have a barrel with a hole, I intend to permanently stuff up the hole, that's not a kli right now. Therefore, it would be a kosher mikvah. Zezak the base of Ephraim. Nachsam Seifer says a different shot. He says, no. Avada, when the cork is out of the barrel, it's not a kli. If there's a hole, it's not a kli. And therefore, the mikvah is kosher because it wasn't a kli, and then you attach it to the ground, and then you stuff up the hole and made it into a kli after it was already attached to the ground. So it's a kosher mikvah. I was shot in our halacha and simon kufnan tesif. Hey, zuck the. the seifer. Because when you pull out that cork, that first shvicha, that first bit, that first drop that comes out of the barrel, that's considered a came from a kli. Granted that once the cork is out, it's no longer considered a kli. But that first water that comes out, that's considered water that came from a kli, and it's kosher for Natilas Yadayim. So there's not gomina lahalacha between the chsam seifer on one side and the nidibi yehuda and the base of fire on the other side. The nidibi yehuda and the base of fire may hold that since you intend on stuffing back up this kli, you intend on closing the spigot, it's a kli even when the spigot is open, even when the cork is out of the barrel. Therefore, if you want to pour from the top of the barrel when the cork is out, that would be kosher because it's a kli. However, according to the Chassam Seifer, when the cork is out of the barrel, when the spigot is open, it's not a cleat. So Mamela, even though that first shvicha that comes out, you can wash your hands from it, but you can't pour from the top of the cleat onto your hands, because that would be pouring from a, a vessel which is not considered a cleat. That was the halacha of Barza. And that was that. We discussed also the halachas of a teapot. Any sort of spout you have on the cleat, you want to always take from the lowest spot on the cleat. So anything above the lowest spot is not considered a kli because it can't hold water at that level. Everything will flow out of the lowest opening in the kli. That was Siv Hay. Let's go to Siv Zion. So Siv Zion, we discussed some fundamentals in Hilchas Mikvois. It was basically a Mikvois here because the halacha is besides Netila Sidaim, a person can also do Tevila Sidaim. You can also dip your hands into a kosher mikvah and that would be good. So we spoke about a few fundamentals in Mikvois. We'll go over them now. So the first halacha is that a mikvah to table your guf, to make your guf tar, there are two types of mikvois. One is a mayan, a mayan is a spring, a spring from water under the ground, a spring or the ocean, and these springs or the ocean are kosher even bezeichelen. Even if it's flowing, even if the water is flowing, that would be kosher, that's the halacha of a mayan. The other way to be metarred yourself is a table in a mikvah of megisham and rainwater that was collected into a bar of 40 saw. Uh, mikvah that has to be ba'ashbayrin. It has to be standing still. Still waters, not flowing. That's the first halacha. Let's discuss this mikvah of megishamim. The halacha is ma'im she'uvim is puzzle. Water has to come there naturally. It has to rain and flow into this bar. If someone draws it from a bucket and puts it into the bar, that's called ma'im she'uvim. That's puzzle. If you put in three lugan of ma'im she'uvim before you have forty sub, before you have a kasher or a mikvah, it puzzles the entire mikvah. Everything you pour after that is still puzzle. The mikvah is now puzzle. Now there's a way to kasher ma'im she'uvim. How do we kasher ma'im she'uvim? It's called hamshacha. Hamshacha is a mikvah term, and it means that you take the Mayim Shu'um and you pour it onto the ground or onto concrete, and it rolls for three Tfachim. Now it's no longer considered Shu'uvim. 
two understandings, either because it's like a new thing, it's, it, it left the Kli and it's, it's already three Tfacha from the Kli and it's no longer considered that it came from the Kli, it's a new thing and therefore it's kosher, it's not considered Shuvim. Or, since it goes on the karka, it sort of like gets absorbed in the karka and comes out again. And that is a similar process, like we'll see to the mikvah itself, where you go into the karka, into the water, and you come out a new, a new bria, a new, new person, a new thing. So the water goes into the karka, comes out, and therefore it's no longer considered shuvim. Now, by a mikvah for tvilas gufai, kula beham shacha is pasal midar abadon. Midaraisa works midar abadon in pasal. You have to have at least rave of the mikvah to be regular kosher rainwater, not shuvim, even beham shacha, and then the rest you can do beham shacha. When it comes to netilas yadayim over there, where mekel kula beham shacha is kosher, so you could have take fill up a bar with a bucket and have the whole thing beham shacha, let it pour it out three tefachim before, let it roll on the ground, and that's kosher for tvilas yadayim. It's not kosher for tvilas gufay. That's called ham shacha. A few other concept, concepts in mikvahs we spoke out. One is called Zriya. Zriya means that once you have a kosher mikvah of 40 saw, if you're going to pour water, shuvim, onto that mikvah, that water will become kosher mikvah water. It will no longer be considered shuvim. Zriya, since the mikvah is kosher, the water itself becomes kosher now. It goes into the kosher mikvah and it's considered kosher water. It's called Zriya. The next mikvah concept is called Hashaka. Hashaka means that if you have a kosher mikvah of 40 saw, you have a whole at the edge of the mikvah, that is the size of Shvayferis Hanoid, two fingers that can move back and forth, and you attach another mikvah to that, a Mayim Shuvim, the Kasher mikvah kashers up the Mayim Shuvim. Either you could say it's alumnus of Zriya, similar idea that it's touching the Kasher mikvah and it comes part of it, it comes Zriya, or it's a concept of Chibor, where it's attached to it, and there's a halacha that when you attach yourself to a Kasher mikvah, Hashaka, it makes your mikvah Kasher. That's called Hashaka. So one more concept, and then we'll speak out how they build a mikvah, and then we'll go on more to Tzvilas Yadayim, depending on how much time we have left. So another concept that came up in Siv Zion was Nitzuk. Nitzuk Chibur. Nitzuk means when you have a stream of water that can connect two mikvahs. So if you have one mikvah over here, one mikvah over here, one is kosher, one is not kosher, one is and one is not. If you have a Nitzuk, a waterfall between the two, that could connect them. Now for Tzvilas Gufa, we say Nitzuk is not a Chibur. For Tvilas Yadayim, we say it is a Chibur. Shashat Chak, you could be Saimach on the Makilim, and Nitzak would be a Chibur by Shashat Chak. The case in the Mishnah example was if you have a bucket, you dip it into the into the, the ocean, and you can't you can't reach your hands into the ocean, so you can't dip your hands, it's too far, I guess. You pick up the bucket, and the bucket has a hole, you can't use it to wash your hands. It's not a kosher cleat. So if the water is streaming out of the hole, and it touches the ocean, that's a chibur from the bucket to the ocean, you go down, dip your hands into the bucket, and you don't need it to be a kli, because now it's kasher, it's tevilas yadayim, because nitzak is a chibur, it's connecting it to the ocean. That's the concept of nitzak chibur. So we discussed the mikvahs, first of all, you can't tevil, you, you can tevil in the mayan, mayan can be bezeichel, and it can be flowing. You can tevil in the mikvah, megishamim, it has to be ba'ashbayrin, it can't be in a kli. We said that it can't be mayim shuvim. It can't be drawn water. You can kasher the water with hamshacha for tefilas yadayim. Even the whole thing by hamshacha by letting it roll three tefachim on the ground. Tefilas gufay only less than roiv. Roiv has to be not but not by hamshacha. Then there was zriya where you have a kasher a mikvah. You pour water in it. The water becomes kasher. Then there was hashaka if you have a kasher a mikvah with a hole and another mikvah connected to it that kashers up the 
kosher mikvah, kosher zot, the pasal mikvah, and then we had nitzit chibur, that if you have a waterfall or a stream between two mikvahs, to connect it, bishashad chak, for tefillah yadayim, but not for tefillah's gufa ever. So how do we build a mikvah? Once for once, we went through these concepts, we discussed how they build a mikvah, just the basics, basics. So we're discussing now a non-Lubavitcher mikvah. Lubavitcher mikvah uses bora, gabe bora, different uh, mahalich. But the way many other mikvahs work, also not like the Chazanishniks, they do a little different also. They do less than, in a way, than the standard mikvah, at least here in Lakewood. So we have in the mikvah, the bar that you're titling in is not the main bar. That's the bar that you're titling in. But behind the wall, there are two other burrs. If you look closely, look around, you'll see there are two holes in the wall. There's one hole that's lower down, below the water level, one above the water level, usually, not always. And behind the wall, there are two other burrs. One is called the barzria, and one is called the bar ashaka. The barzria, basically, we collect water from the roof, rainwater, and it sits in the barzria. And we, to fill up the, the, the bar that we table in, we pour water onto the barzria, it overflows through the hole, and then it fills up our mikvah. That mikvah is no longer considered mayim shuvim because it went into the barzria and became kosher water. Now it's kosher mikvah water. The other bar is called the bar ashaka. We fill it from the from the roof of rainwater, and there's a hole between that mikvah and the mikvah that we're tabling in to kosher up our water, even though the water is already kosher because it came from the barzria. But for different reasons, that's beyond the scope of this year. It has to do with the sheet arrived and the concept of nasan sa not also, which is beyond the scope of what we're discussing right now. So therefore, the chumrah we have two bars like that. Also for a chumrah, all of the water, at least here in Lakewood, a lot of the mikvahs that will come into the bars ria and bar hashaka will come down from the roof and then will go through a hamshacha process of three tvachim before it goes in there. What's the point? Well, Kula Bamshacha is possible in the Rabbanan anyways, but at least with the Raisa, it's going to be kosher. So the worst your mikvah could ever be is possible in the Rabbanan, the worst your Barzriya, Barashacha could ever be because the water came in, Behamshacha, and, add, and added Chumrah. That's the mikvah, basics, basic, basics of a mikvah. And that we learned in Siv Zion. And we're going to skip a little bit. We are short on time on Siv. Let's do Siv test. We pass in that you have to have Kayach Shoifech. And it's not only do you have to have a cleaver in the tilas yadayim, you have to have someone pour it on you. It could even be a child. Even a child below the age of six is enough. It could even be a child. You have to have a person pour it upon you. It cannot be natural. The shayla of a kaif, of a monkey, that's a different shayla. Pashtus would not work if an animal poured it on you. Uh, the worst sheet is a held would be okay. Where was that? Um, if you have no other water, you could be saimich, but it's an uncommon case. So you have to have kayach shayfech, and, and and that will say that for now. We'll go to Sifid Gimel. Sifid Gimel is Allah of Kavana. That a person should have Kavana when they take them to us to die, and that they're washing their hands for Achila. The Ramah says, either or, either the one pouring the water or the one having the water poured on their hands, would be enough So if you have a young child below the age of six, his kavana is not going to work for you. You better have kavana when you're washing your hands. If you have an older person pouring for you and he has kavana, even if you don't have kavana, it's going to work. Now, what if you did not have kavana? Which means you came out of the bathroom and you, um, you just, uh, I'm sorry, take that back, I'm sorry. Let's say you didn't have kavana, you went to wash for the suda, but you forgot to have kavana. So, if you don't usually wash your hands with a cup, you know, like you do for washing your hands for bread, then we have here the Chayi Adam, the Chayi Adam, famous Chayi Adam, we said in the Kriyishma. If you said Kriyishma tonight by Meir, 
and you did not have kavanah to be yetsa the mitzvah of Kriyishma, were you yetsa? So for mitzvahs there, right? So we pass the mitzvahs trichas kavanah. There are banah we pass the mitzvahs in trichas kavanah. Kriyishma is there, right? So if you did not have kavanah, you would think you're not yetsa. However, the talk the chay adam. Since it's obvious from what you're doing, from the Birchas Krishma and the Tefillah that you came to Shul, it's obvious you're doing this to be Yetzirah in the Mitzvah, even if you did not have Bipoyal, Kavana to be Yetzirah, you're still going to be Yetzirah. And any Mitzvah like that, if it's obvious from the preparation and how you're doing it and what you're doing and the whole context, that you're doing it for the mitzvah, you're going to have an automatic kavana. So if you wash your hands with a cup like you do for bread after you use the bathroom, then you're not going to have this Chayi Adam. However, if you only wash your hands with a cup <coughs> when you're doing it to wash, one, two, one, two, then it's automatically built in that you had kavana and you would be yetzah. However, let's say you happen to have, you wash your hands when you leave the bathroom like that, or you happen to have washed your hands when you left the bathroom, or you happen to have dipped your hands into a kosher mikvah with no intent to use it for a suda. Does that work bidyevin? So the, the Mishnah Brewer said that if you do not have kavana and there's no other water, that would be okay, you could be saimach on that. That would be okay, bidi evan. If there is other water, you should wash your hands again. However, what do you do about a bracha? You didn't make a bracha the first time, you didn't have kavana. You can't make a bracha the second time. Maybe you were yates already with the first time. Zak the bir alacha, you should be metame your hands in the middle. That way you can make a bracha again. Zak the bir alacha, and many gedalim who were concerned their hands were not dirty and their hands were clean. In recent history, they would dirty their hands before they washed them so they can make a bracha. The Bir Alacha, speaks out, this is not considered a bracha shenei tricha, because since you're in a matzav of suffolk bracha, to do something to bring you out of a matzav of suffolk bracha is not considered making a bracha shenei tricha. Um, there is a Mishnah Brewer and Simon Ches, which seems to imply not like that. However, that is what the Bir Alacha says over there. We are going to stop over here for our Chazara at Sif Yedalad. We'll go back to tomorrow at Sif Yedalad. We'll see you there. Everyone should have a wonderful week.